Listen, bitch. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Listen, Bitch. I'm Lexi White, obviously your host, along with one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Alex Dwyer. Hello, everyone. So, Alex, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself, let them know how we met. Hello, everyone. I'm Alex. Uh, Lexi and I met at Ithaca freshman year. Yeah, we knew each other. But we weren't, did we? Friends until... We were friends till sophomore year, though, at Emily's birthday, remember? And Kate was so drunk. But we knew each other before no, that's that when. No, no, it was because you guys were... Pro- okay, so Lexi and my roommate oh, the yeah, time yeah. were partners on a project. So you came over. Yeah. And we really met. Um, okay, so talk about, you know, maybe your trajectory, what your dreams, your goals, your experiences. Like, what makes you Alex Tick. Dwyer? I am a cool 5'11". A chill 5'11". I am relaxed very relaxed 5'11". Was born in London, moved here when I was three, and that's a big part of my identity. Because really? Because you always tell me you moved here when you were four, so. <laughs> okay, I was three and a half, going on four. I have always loved TV, so then I was like, where do I want to go? Ithaca College, and there we go. But then I decided that I didn't really, I didn't know what I wanted to do in TV, because who does? Who knows what they want to do at all? But I knew that I wanted to watch it, so I was like, I guess I'll major in it. And then um, I realized how much music in television meant to me yeah and alex is like such a music buff <laughs> buffy uh, it actually only she doesn't know anyone who's made music in the last like three years <laughs> yeah true. i know billy eilish lana del rey and that's pretty much it lana del rey boogie with the hoodie <laughs> but anyway yeah current i'm not up to my current on my current music um knowledge and that's Shit, really yeah. all i need in this industry so right it's screwed, so it's perfect. anyway so um <laughs> so then i was like wait i love music and I love television, what should I do? So I was like, why don't I just do both? So I want to be a music supervisor, which is obviously the person that puts music into television shows. So um, you basically just get all the rights and um, pick the song and put it in there, go with the budget. So it sounds really creative, but it's actually very technical. It's all about how much money you have. Licensing, licensing which like is so legal. License, exactly. It's like all about Excel spreadsheets and emailing. Like it's all about emailing. So, now I'm working on the other side of things where I work for clients, like work for artists, and I get their music to the supervisor. So I'm kind of like a liaison, if that's even a word. Liaison. I am the liaison. You're the laser. I'm the laser hair removal device. <laughs> and but I wait. I'm, fun fact: Alex tried to laser hair removal her body, and they all grew back. <laughs> it all grew back. It cost me a hundred eighty per visit. I did seven visits over the course of two years and I am hairier than I've ever been. But anyway, um, so back to the <laughs> my trajectory of hair removal. So yeah, so now I just do that and that's been pretty fun. Uh, definitely though, I'm obviously low on the totem pole, so yeah. getting ready to rise. That's what's hard about something is like you don't know if you're gonna like it because we're just like in the fucking exactly. trenches. Like, it's like you have to, You're like, maybe I'll like it when I'm a bajillionaire. Like, maybe I'll like it when I'm in charge of me. But then you're like, wait, I should try other things. I'm luckily we're young. That's what people keep saying. Like, you're so young. I'm like, I know, but also, one mistake. Yeah. Anyway, we're well, not Okay, sweating. so that's, <laughs> that's the whole point of this episode is like, how do we get our shit done? And how do we, you know, how, how do you push yourself towards those goals without fucking stressing the fuck out? Because it's so hard, but then Alex is like, always that person that I go to who when I'm like stressed as fuck and we're just like you know what honestly like it all works out so why are we sweating this like why don't we just drain our freaking bank accounts let's go get a brewski <laughs> that's it for my clouds we love you but yeah so that's really what this episode is gonna be about so let's get right into it I think 
a huge reason that we even like need to have the discussion of why the fuck do we get so worked up is because it's so it's super easy to be like i need to do this 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 and this i'm not successful unless i have x y and z but it's like it just doesn't it don't need it don't gotta be like that (laughs) it just doesn't i mean i think of the times that i've gotten worked up like over the summer like alex and i both graduated in may her and i were both home this summer and i knew i was coming out here in august i had an apartment ready and everything and like a down payment and i had like the first month was really fun and then i was like i gotta fucking kick this into gear and like figure my shit out but it's so hard to get a job when you're not in the city that you're trying to get a job in it's like impossible yeah so you have to move here with no money or you won't get any money because you're not here yeah exactly what if they call you and say can you come down in two hours and yeah you can't because you live across the country and then it's like what's the point of like sitting at home and saving money but you're wasting two years of your life and it's like (sighs) and you're wasting your money because i mean i thought i was saving so much money this summer and i went out with my friends every day because literally it was just so fun to and then I'm like, wait. Yeah, and then you're just sitting at home, not spending money because you're trying to save it. And so it's just like, or you're having fun, but you're not saving money. So like it's just no like. There's no right way to do it. Yeah. But you, our advice is definitely if you want to get a job in a place, you got to get the <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Alex literally moved here and didn't even have a place to stay. Thankfully, I was dog sitting for like a week. So Alex stayed with me. I it just like worked out perfectly. And it just lived at this woman's house that Lexi was dog sitting like Yeah, it was so fun. It was so fun. She helped me take care of the dogs. So Lexi was dog sitting and I stayed there for literally the first week of being here. Like I had no home. Yeah. So shout out to Lexi. And Thank you. That dog owner. <laughs> Peggy and Benny love you. Her children. No, Peggy was so cute and Benny. Okay, fine, they're so cute. Um. Anyways, okay. So Alex moved here with no job or anything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, is there a time that you thought like you were so fucking stressed out? I genuinely. Um, or that you were just sweating shit, and then you were just like, "Why am I? Why am I sweating this?" I mean, to go- keep going on this theme of moving here, I generally don't freak out about stuff because. I start to freak out, and then I'm like, what can I do? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. If you can't do anything, because sometimes you can. Yep. So then you need to think Right, this is not an excuse to not do anything. Exactly. But sometimes it's like, what can you do? Mm -hmm. So I moved here. I'm like, okay, what am I doing? Because it's like, okay, maybe you don't have a job when when you're moving. Right. But it's like, you can set up meetings. Like, there's things you can do. You can set up meetings. You can save a little money. You can get your life in order. You can make a plan to move. Right. That you, like, Lexi's such a, like, inspiration because I was just going to stay at home all summer having the best time of my life, which I did. My mom was like, look, you have to move. I was like, okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you going to take me? So, my mom and I drove across the country. Yeah. That's when I arrived with um, the dogs. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, okay, what's my plan? I had had a few meetings before, but I'm not, like, I am a go-getter in pretty much every aspect except for career-wise. I'm, I get so stressed about, yeah. I think. Oh, what? how do I send this email to someone? I freak out about that. I mean, I take days to send emails. Yeah, that's I, true. Dude, the amount of times I've had to fucking follow up with you. I know. Like, Did you send it? And you're like, no. We, we, me and Lexi used to go to, Lexi and I, I, Lexi and I, used to go to coffee shops in Ithaca and I would literally, I would take me three different times we went and send an email. Like, I would three yeah. times. And my mom and everybody, like, you, you kept saying to me, they don't care. Like, nobody cares. Yeah. And it took me so, because I, I operate that way in my daily life. I don't think anybody cares about anything, except for when it comes to, like, career sure, Because also, too, you've been conditioned to believe, like, oh, you'll be blacklisted. It's like, no. Nothing is that serious. Like, nothing is that serious. Whatever you're trying to do, just, like, do it. And, like, the best, the thing that you can do is, like, prepare. And you absolutely should prepare as much as you can for something. But then it's like, you might get there and it's a fucking shit show. You might get there and plans change. And like, you need to be able to and roll with that. Do. And yeah, exactly. The amount of time, yeah. The amount of times I've prepped for something and then it was like, I was like, I might as well fucking throw this in the garbage. I think like, 
especially career-wise, like, just in your early 20s, there's so much stuff going on. Like, you're graduating, you're moving, like, you're everything's changing. You're growing so much. You're, you know, you're growing away from your best friends from home. Like it's, it's just, there's so much that's going on that there's so much to get worked up about. And then it's like, you know what, at the end of the day, like you can just prepare for what you're going to prepare for and like put, you know, put yourself in a good spot, like email people, reach out, like do what you can, which you are so good at because, and that's, so I stink at it and I was just freaking out like, Oh my gosh, should I reach out to this person? Should I click this button? Click on connect on LinkedIn. Even that yeah. was like too much for me to do it with them. Alexa was like, just do it. And our friend Tony was like, just do it. And I was yeah. like, okay. So that really helped. And seeing Lexi, yeah. Lexi met with like three people a day sometimes. Like I, you're just so, like, you're so good at that. Oh so thanks. it was so good to have you. It always is. But I mean, she really made me be like, wait, why do I care about all this stuff? Oh God, um, yeah. Like sometimes you just need that reminder of like, you do. You see someone this else doesn't fucking matter. Like, right. Like, and you, my mom, my whole life has been like, no one cares about you saying your email, whatever, but you can't like, yeah. oh, my mom is what? My mom. I, to see you, my peer do it. And like, yeah. it worked for you and stuff. I'm like, oh, well then obviously that but also works. Too, I feel like at school they're, t they're you're told to like worry about a million things at once instead of just worrying about like, okay, I'm going to look myself. Like, what do I need? And it's like, I, you know, as long as you're like, no one's going to care that you're emailing them a bunch. As long as you're like polite in the email, mm -hmm. and you're respectful. You're like, Hey, if you have time, I'd love to meet with you. Like, I feel like at school they're like, you, everything that you do has to be perfect yes. or like you have to get this contact or whatever yeah but and you know like i also took coming out here i met with a post um a head of post production and he was like you keep emailing me he was like you yeah. have to keep emailing me because i'm not going to see them all and, and i'm not going to respond it'll remind me to ping right. you and, and he's like i want to remember you you have to keep emailing me and i was like that for him to say that meant it was crazy i was like wow finally what people have been telling me yeah that they don't care it's actually the opposite. They they want more, which my, is what I'm always nervous about that I'm setting too much. My boss at Stars told me that. She was like, yeah. email me. She's like, if I don't email you back, she's like, keep emailing me. She's like, keep pinging me. She's like, I get so many fucking emails a day. And then she was like, you just have to keep emailing me. And she's someone who like, I email and like, she always gets back to me. And yeah. like, she's so great about it. But I, I never second guess, like, should I email her again? Because she didn't see it. Because you think like, oh, they don't want to talk to me. But really, they're just so busy that like, meeting for coffee to you is everything. To them, to them it's, it's nothing. nothing. And once again, what we not always nothing. Hear it's just so far down on right, their it's to fucking easy. to do list. They do yeah. it all the time. Like you get used to it. Like us getting used to sending emails. But anytime someone tells me something, I I'm more of like a visual learner. I have to see it pretty much done for me to be like that it can be done. And then every time I think about it, I draw upon that example of like, oh, I saw it mm -hmm. happen. Everyone says. What do people love to do? Talk about themselves. Yes. And ask about themselves. Like, I know, but blah, blah, blah. But then once you once you meet with somebody for coffee and they get to talk about themselves for 25 minutes or longer, you're like, yeah. of course they loved that. You know? Yeah. So it's not just, it's not them doing you a favor all the time. It's, you know, they want to help. Most people want to help. Most people want to help. Which is actually a surprise as well. Because I know that we want to help. Because most people have been there where they, ha they were like, I just needed one person to right. help me out. The only way pretty much you get jobs is from people helping you out because they, you know, think you deserve to be helped out or because they, you've talked to them and you have proved that you mm -hmm. can do what they're vouching for you for. Yeah. You're not going to get a job applying online. Yeah. No offense. Like I know like, two people that have done that. Yep. It's all about the, the face to face. But also too, like, I mean, I think that's true <laughs> about anything. Like you're in a fight with a friend, you're in a fight with your boyfriend, whatever, your girlfriend, or you you know, are stressed about something, whatever, like, all you have to do is, like, okay, dive into that, like, okay, if I'm worried that my friend's mad at me, I'm just gonna text them, because the worrying about it, and the stressing about it, and the sweating about it, isn't yeah. gonna do anything, 
So the way I see it is like, okay, you're sweating about something. You're stressed as fuck. Listen, take a look at the situation. If you can actively do something about it and say, you know what? I'm really stressed about the fact that I think, you know, my friend's mad at me. We'll just, why don't you just reach out to them? Yeah. And then you'll know. But then say it's something else. Then you're like, say you're stressed about, you know, this interview that you have. It's like, okay, prep. And then get it out of your mind. Like, there's nothing you could do besides prep, and then you have the interview. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else. Or, like, your fucking driver's test or, like, whatever. Like, if you can do something about it, if you're stressing about something, you need to say, can I do something about this? If the answer is yes, then do that. If the answer is no, then you got to fucking let it go. Yeah. And that's, like, really hard. But it's, like, once you start looking at things, it's, like, either I have control over this if I and I don't. And if you don't have control over it, there's no fucking point in stressing about it because, truthfully, like... Shit always fucking works out. You moved out here without a fucking apartment and you found one. You moved mm-hmm. out here without a job. You found one. I moved out here without a job. Like, yeah, it sucks and it might be stressful in the mm-hmm. moment and you might be like, I don't know how to pay my rent. Yeah. But like, shit always works out. Yeah. And that's, that's like the mentality. My dad is always like, it'll be fine, darling. It'll be fine. It'll be, be fine. Um, so. <laughs> no problem. My whole life I've been like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Which mm-hmm. for the most part, 98% of the time yeah. is a beautiful way to live. Like I've, I'm a very happy person. Yeah. I'm usually like, this is great. But sometimes it can be a detriment when something isn't fine. You're like, it's fine, but it's fine. And then what if it's not fine? What if we're in yeah. a terrible situation and someone's going to kill us? And I'm like, but it's all good because we're, you know, life is beautiful and whatever. Yeah. It's it can like, be, no. Yeah. Like, fucking run. Okay. So that's like, fucking right. run. Like, so sometimes sweating is necessary, but, yeah. um, or you need a little, sometimes you need a little fire under your butt. Yeah. You which know? I don't have. That's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on the situation, I do not have that fire. Like can't get a, I'm like, it'll happen. It'll work like, out. Like doing like our homework. I remember we would stress about it, but then it's like, okay, if you don't okay, do, do one homework assignment or you do, <laughs> I know that's why I literally thought of that. Alex would never do, oh, to be fair though, we took program development. I did not do the midterm. Look, senior year, second semester, Rose. Okay, it was first, but we were going to LA, so basically it was second. Yeah, and also, I spent the entirety of the class trying to get our professor to watch Big Mouth, and he did, so... So much accomplished. So homework was done, you know? But also, like... But that's what I mean, though. It's just, like, at the end of the day, like, you can't stress about everything because you can't be perfect to everything. There's going to be other variables. You know what I mean? It's like... Okay, yeah, you handed in your homework late, like, whatever. You can't fucking freak out about that. All it comes down to, I think, is it's hard to do in, like, a big setting. But if people know that you are a good person, yeah. people know that you would, like, you yeah. have the capacity to do the work and you want to yeah. learn and all And this. you work hard and, like... Right. And you... But yeah, no one's a fucking working machine. Around, you're all a human really being. Yeah. Like, as you're, if they like to be around you... Yeah. Things will work out. So worry about, instead of worrying about specific things such as an interview or an assignment at work that you didn't do or a friendship, worry, like a specific act in a friendship, worry about, am I being a good friend? Yeah. Am I a good, like, am I a good person in general? People like to be around me? Am I... Is this a reflection of who I am? Is this a reflection of who I want to be? Exactly. And that's, that's really all you can do. Yeah. Unless, I mean, you know you're not applying yourself and you have to do something about that, but you know, that's another step to look at yourself and be like... What do I need to fix? And not worry what other people think. Exactly. Because sometimes, too, I feel like we do, yeah, we have a hard time looking at the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, oh my God, fuck, like I'm in this fight with my friend. Or like, oh my God, fuck, like I'm going to be late for work. It's like, look at the whole picture. Like, what are the what are the things that made you late to work? Is it like, oh my God, there was a crash on the 405. Right. Like, I left at my usual time. It's yeah. Like, can't really do anything about that. It's like, oh, I'm in this fight with my friend. It's like, well, what's happened lately? Like, could you have reached out more? Are they going through something and they just wanted you to text them? Like, have... 
have um, you been going through something and that's why you've kind of been, you know, distant, yeah. yeah, distant, exactly. And it's like, not everything is this like, oh my God, I need to freak out about this. You just need to look at the overall picture and say like, you know what, at the end of the day too, like some things just need to be taken like one day at a time and like it truly all work will work out like there's no point in, like freaking out of like oh my god i think this person's mad at me because it's just like just text them and things will you will resolve it yeah and it's like there's just no point in sweating it because it, it will work out and you know what and if they're not meant to be in your life anymore they're not meant to be in your life right and if it doesn't work out that's another thing to look at because once again if it's meant to be yeah this is so like Guys, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But if it's meant to be, uh, that's how I firmly believe. I think, yeah, in like you can prohibit yourself, obviously, but for the most part, I don't necessarily think like everything happens for a reason. And I because I then I find myself being like, what the fuck's the reason? And I'm like, I don't want to wait ten years to find out. But I just think what is meant to be will be. And like, as long as you like work hard, you're good to people. Maybe you have a little luck on your side. Like, everything that's meant to happen in your life will happen. And as long as you're doing those things and you're just, like, trying your best and, like, you are, you know, like I said, treating people well and working hard, I think whatever's supposed to happen for you will happen for you. And if, and that could just be, like, oh, my God, I got turned down from this job. But it's, like, yeah, but you have no idea what's coming. And that's just the way that I try and live is, like, okay, well, that was just not the way that it was supposed to be. Like, okay, I didn't get that job. That's because... That, that's not the way my life's supposed to go. Right. Or like, oh, this person and I like aren't together anymore. Like, oh, well, that's just because that's that was the time that they were supposed to leave my life. Mm-hmm. That we're not supposed to be together anymore. And if it wasn't, and if that job was the dream job, it will most likely come back around. I yeah, mean, or it'll, stories, it'll like, work out in a different way. Yeah, yes. it's like, well, maybe like the timing wasn't right. Like maybe right. like I am supposed to have that, but it's like, it's not supposed to be the way that I think it is. It's supposed to happen in a different way. I was talking to someone the other day. She got offered this job while she was still at another job. And she... Um, Me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, no. She loved her other job. And she got offered this bigger one, basically. And she was like, no, you know, I just... I do like it here and I don't want to let down my boss and whatever. So she didn't take the job. Wait, that... You mean me. No. I, <laughs> yeah, see how common it is? How yeah. Like, so she didn't... She didn't take the new job and... She was not upset about it because she did like her old job, but it was a pay raise. It was everything. It was a raise in general. And three months later, after she had done other things for her boss and like had built the company more and everything, she was off to the job again, came back around and that time she took it, which is just timing. Like that job she was meant to have. Yeah. Obviously. Like it, it usually works out except for this one time. My friend, Caitlin Beverly Watson. I hope you're listening to this. Caitlin. It's about to blast you. We were in London, and um, the love of my life happened to be on the tube. He held the elevator for oh, me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which this, never happens. This is fucked up. He held the elevator for me, and then we walked on the tube together, and he was like, oh, where are you from? You know, not creepily, very nice, a young man. And what he was wearing a very strange outfit. What was his outfit? The cricket uniform for the club where my father used to play, a.k.a. Fate, Okay. We're talking. He's like, yeah, my brother's on the, uh, my brother is on the actual, the, like, uh, official England team. Like, his brother's some huge cricketer. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is where it's meant to be. He says, you know, Alex, like, this new Indian restaurant, Dishoom, which is huge in London, okay, is, um, uh, my, my friend owns it, and we're going there for dinner. Like, do you want to come? I was like, yes. Like, obviously I'm coming. I was like, come on, Kate, like, let's go. He goes, nah. I was like, what? She's like, Alex, we're not going with that. Like, what? I was like, 
Kate's yes, crazy. It's like, Kate, we already had, okay, we did eat two dinners. Yes. <laughs> Kate and I did eat dinner twice that night, but we had to go. And I was like, this is my husband. Like, we have to go. She was like, no, we didn't go because it was like our second day in London and I didn't want to leave her alone. And we're home and I'm so mad. I was, and I never get mad about that stuff, but he was my one true love. Right. Like, like, you ruined this for me, whatever. And she was like, well, you know what? If it was meant to be, you'll see him again. No. And I was like, okay, look. I hate that you're making that argument because you know that's what that's I would true, say. That's true though. That's true though. Because like, what if you're what if you're not supposed to meet at that time, or what if you would have ended up with him, but you're supposed to end up with someone else? Like, that's what I mean. Like, and it's, it's just small shit like that. It's like we can't stress about like a date, and we can't stress about you can't stress about the shit you can't fucking control. And also, just mm-hmm. in the scheme of life, it's one day and it's one dinner, and it's like that is just exactly the small shit. And maybe that was my husband, but you know. <laughs> Correct. Maybe you will die alone. <laughs> maybe I will die alone because of that one instance on the tube. But I think maybe I'll find him again. Even though I searched for him all over London for the next two months, I um, <laughs> looked up his name, the name of his brother. I Why didn't you go back to the restaurant? <laughs> oh, um, we didn't try that hard. But okay, what if his teeth were bad? I was oh, like, I, I, it's because, because fucking people in England don't fucking wear braces because they're not obsessed with Eurocentric beauty standards. That's so true. Just kidding, they are, but they're in Europe. But anyways, basically what we're saying is, listen, bitch, stop fucking sweating the small shit because mm-hmm. life will fucking mm-hmm. work out. And so we kind of already said this, but like, I think an easy way, like the in, oh, an easy way I look at it is like, what am I sweating? Can I do something about it? Yes. Do that thing. Can I not do, do something about it? Then do that thing. If I, can I not do about it? Then just accept that is what is meant to happen will happen. And that is life. And fucking grab your gal pals and go get a fucking drink. Okay? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you just need to evaluate. And also, like, you need to realize, what am I sweating about? Like, what matters and what doesn't matter? Is what I'm sweating about something that matters? Is it something I want to spend my fucking time thinking and worrying about? Right. Is the answer no? Usually. Yeah. Because the other stuff, too, is, like, stuff that's meant for you, like, shouldn't be like that. Like, it, it shouldn't right. be earth-shatteringly fucking with you. So, yeah. yeah. What are ways, are there ways that, like, you stop sweating shit or, like, something that you, like, come back to that you're just, like, Ugh. Well, like you were just saying, I always come back to, like, what do I love in my life? I love my yeah. family. I love my friends. I love, you know, TV. Yeah, is it, so, something, is, is it something you value? Yes or right, no? Right, exactly. fucking values. Do I genuinely value it? Will this affect anything that I truly love and yeah. love being about myself and love doing? And, is this the person I want? Is this going to affect the person I want to be? Like, Yeah, exactly. And that, like you are saying, not that it's just jobs or whatever, but about friendship, it's like, oh, let me take a step back. I enjoy this person's company. I like, like hanging out with this person, but is this negatively affecting me? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just things like that. I always look back to what do I really care about? Will that be in harm because of this decision I'm about to make yeah. in harm's way? Um, and then I decide from there really what's actually important to me. What I do, though, if I'm feeling stressed and I am sweating, I watch TV. And Buffy have you ever seen, sorry. obviously, because Buffy rolls all. But you need to watch. If you're feeling stressed about a job specifically. Okay. This is about just a job. I mean, I actually, feel, like, I feel like, though, if you're in your fucking 20s and you're listening to this, it's like, yeah, what, what are we all fucking stressed about mostly? Mm-hmm. Our fucking careers. Because 
you graduate college and you're like basically an adult in a diaper and being like, sent off to the fucking workforce. Work? I want to be a construction worker. I really don't want to be. Alex a... did literally the other day. <laughs> Alex texted me and goes, "I would like to be a construction worker." No, I said I want to be a mailman. <laughs> oh yeah, I want to drive around all day and look at people's houses and have friendly conversation and say hello, good morning. I don't want to do anything else but that. <laughs> so I'm probably gonna become mailman. And you want to so have you know. a job that like when you leave a job it's over. You're like bye. Oh, yeah, exactly. But um, like this movie, mom. Don't Tell Mom, Babysitter's Dead. Yep, great movie. Truly an American classic. Uh, basically, the plot in a short synopsis is that this girl is only 17, and her mom goes away for the summer. She's four siblings. And she has to provide for the family, because why? The babysitter dies. And the babysitter dies with the money in her pocket, and they bury her, so they have no money. So she has to get a job. So she's like, oh, we're going to clothing stores. This is so great. She's 17. And then... Uh, she realizes that no one will hire her, which is typical. Right. And then she has to get like a full high power job. She becomes an executive assistant overnight. She's 17. And her resume says she's 35 and went to Vassar. Like, it's <laughs> so funny. But the whole time I'm like, wait, we can do this. Like, yeah. Every time I watch it, I'm like, she's lying through her ass. Yes. Every single thing she's doing is she, like, she didn't even know how to use a fax machine. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, fax, all well. But now I'm like. That I was better. What I, one of the things I was really sweating about starting this new job was like, am I prepared? Is yes. my boss going to think I know more than I do know? Am I a dummy? I was always, I kept being so stressed that she thought I knew more. I was like, I have to pretend I do. I have to make yeah. up all these things. Like, they fucking know you're 22. Exactly. And th- and then I'm like, oh, remember in Don't Tell Mom, Babes that is dead? Christina Abigail didn't know ass. And then this girl came up and used the fax machine in front of her. And then she learned how to do a fax. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not that hard. And so I would really recommend watching that if you're feeling stressed about the workforce because. It really puts everything into perspective that everybody is lying. Everybody's lying on their resumes. I did not lie on my resume, and I probably should have. But every time you say intern, you can really stretch that out. Oh, I, I, no, I lied completely on my resume. Instead of saying intern, it says, like, production assistant. Like, yeah. man, I just fucking lied, but whatever. I, I'm not good at lying in that sense, because I'm like, what if they ask me about it? I'm a terrible liar, actually. I just found that out. I did not think I was a bad liar, and I'm pretty sure I am. Well, I wouldn't say, like, oh, I went to Harvard. Like, <laughs> I know, but I mean... But there are people who fucking, there's people who fucking do that. I know. That's what um, I'm saying. And they're just doing fine. But for the most part. Yeah, that's fucking true. I was home this summer and I was like tweaking out. It was like fucking July and I was like, yep, this is a mental breakdown. I mean, I was screaming at my parents like on the daily. I felt so bad. And then I watched this TED talk. The youngest child. Yeah. So obviously I got away with it. <laughs> I watched this TED talk by Wayne Dyer. who has this thing called like No Limit People. And I read it and I was just like, yeah, why the f- I, I read it and I was just like, yeah, like there's no point in me like sweating this shit because it doesn't matter. So this is the the quote says, you're never going to have enough if you don't know how to appreciate what you have and where you are in life. You don't need anything else because if you do get something else, you won't know how to appreciate that either. You'll just want more or you want it to be different or you want it to be the way it used to be or you want someone else to be the way you think they should be. No limit people always have enough. And that's what I love because it's like if you really want to move on in your life and you really want to push yourself and you really want to get where you want to go, Alex is literally taking selfies with her fucking microphone right now. <laughs> I'm telling Kate that we are, and we're talking mad on her. <laughs> um, but basically, like, if you are stressing about all the shit in your life and saying, like, oh, I wish it was like this, or like, oh, if only it could be the way it used to be, it's like, no, you don't fucking want to revisit your past. You don't want to try and change other people. You don't want to think, oh, I wish this was different. You need to just be appreciative for the situation that you're in. And obviously like there are circumstances that you don't fucking have to do that for. But if you really want to keep moving forward in your life and get where you want to be, like you need to take a look at where you are now and stop wishing for something else and stop saying like, I wish this was different. I wish it was the way it used to be. 
and just like that haunted me so much when I was like spiraling this fucking summer because I was just like I can't fucking be hired by someone. I'm in upstate New York right now. Like mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not in LA yet. Like I, I can't even have a job right now because I don't move for another two months. Like and it, it just really helped me reevaluate of like why am I not living in this moment? Why am I stressing about the future and stressing about the past and like stressing about other people when I could just be like fucking worrying about myself? Mm-hmm. That's the end of our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Alex, real quick, do you have any advice for your younger self specifically relating to this? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, I would say what we've been saying this entire time to little owl, little owl pal, um, don't say owl pal, yeah. Don't worry, like, everything's fine when your teacher is holding beer for you in your office and someone comes up to you and tells you that your teacher's getting fired because the board found out she was holding beer in your monogrammed lunchbox, then sometimes you sweat for like two years. Right. Um, and but then the teacher, teacher never gets fired. So, I mean, you stop sweating The teacher eventually. never gets fired. And then she takes you to, uh... Maggiano! Maggiano! Maggiano's... They're funny. Chidi Alfredo fucking slopes. Miss Fizzler, if you're listening, great day of my life. Love you. Love you. Yeah, I have to say, was a bitch. Stop fucking tweaking out. And stop worrying about who you're going to prom with. Okay? I'd also say... I'd be like, Drew Lucena, I was going to ask you. Fucking stop sweating. <laughs> I was sweating literally. <laughs> I know. Prom was so stressful. Yeah. That's other things. You're fucking a dress that you hate anyway, so. Actually, I love my love my senior year dress. Me too. My junior it's gonna be my wedding so dress. Ugly. Get ready. You've already seen it. Mine's black, so. <laughs> so it is gonna be your wedding dress. Yes. You're you're after your second husband, the, the divorce yeah. goes through. When we're at the funeral of my first husband, right. then and you're I marry my second husband. Exactly. Yes. All his money. Perfect. That is the life plan. Yeah. Well, thanks again for coming on, Alex. And thank you guys for listening to another episode of Listen, Bitch. What's your Instagram? At Alexandra M. Dwyer. It's at Alexandra Dwyer. Alexandra. 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 And it's Zandra. Alexandra Dwyer. Yeah. So thanks, guys, so much. And happy, Lexi. We'll fucking see you next time. Bye.